Hey, welcome to the AGY Performance Training Podcast. Today we are going to talk with Dr. Brett Schreiber. Uh, at a recent training session out on the fields, we've had a couple soccer players kind of ask us about why are we having knee pain? And that's just something we can't get into on the field. So we sit down with Brett for about 20 minutes, just kind of ask him what might be going on and how might we be able to help our athletes and our parents navigate this knee pain. Hope you enjoy. Jason Bells here with Dr. Brett. Um, he is now a part of AGY. We're in the same building. This is so fantastic that awesome. we get to sit down and have these conversations to help our athletes. You know, not you know, we're not going to prescribe anything in, in today's no. chit chat, but to give them some ideas of what may be going on when. A young athlete comes to me and is like, I've got knee pain underneath my kneecap or on the front of my knee. Mm-hmm. I've heard it a lot lately, so I wanted to sit down with you and just, hey, what what could be going on? Um, so we kind of give the, the little menu of what might be going on so the parents yeah. and the athlete can, you know, check some boxes off. Okay, it's not this because of this. Or, hey, let's just go get it looked at to make sure we know what it is um so we can help these these girls and guys men and women uh keep playing at the level they want to without knee pain so yeah to go to it it is it's knee pain right i was at a training session a few weeks ago and one girl uh came up to me thank goodness it was like right on the front of my knee you know pointing basically at her patella Mm -hmm. it was like the front of my knee has been hurting for a long time now. And then just like text message notifications, ding, 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 like another girl, me too, me too, me too, me too. And they're all just like looking at me like, what is it? It's like, well, geez, it could be so many things. We don't have the time. Our session starts in two minutes. Yeah. Um, we don't have the time and I'm not gonna diagnose anything at this point. So from, from your end mm-hmm. as a doctor of physical therapy, when an athlete comes to you with that knee pain, what are you, where's your head going? What are you looking for? What are you ruling for, ruling in, ruling out? Like, where are we at? Yeah, so that's a, it's a very vague question, unfortunately. Um, unfortunately, when somebody comes up and they say, my knee hurts on the front, and it just kind of depends on a lot of different factors. It could be a multitude of things. Unfortunately, it's sometimes it's never very straightforward. Um, it depends on where the need the pain is. So if it's kind of around that patellar area, some of the things I'm looking at is it the patellar tendon, which is a tendinopathy or a tendonitis that we commonly refer to it as. See that a lot. See it in basketball players, kickers, soccer players. It could be the kneecap itself. Sometimes it can get irritated. That's actually a joint in the knee. The knee is actually made up of about three joints. So that's one of the joints. Um, that can get irritated as well. It could be the quad tendon, which is right on top where the quad connects to the, the kneecap, and that tendon can get irritated. It can be on the joint line right next to there. There's about three or four things in that area that it can be. So as soon as somebody walks in that door and says, my knee has been hurting, my biggest thing is, okay, is it on the front of the knee? Is it the side of the knee or the back of the knee? That's going to target, in my brain, all the structures around that area. So each area 
I'm listing off five or six structures that could be, and I've got to test out all of those different things and say, yes, it's this, or no, it's not. I'm also going by their symptoms, too. What kind of pain is it? Is it a dull pain? Is it an achy pain? Is it a sharp pain? Um, is it like shooting pain? Is it electrical? Is it numbness? Is it tingling? Is it, um, you know, does there clicking? Is there popping? Does it buckle from underneath them? Those are all the things that we're looking for in somebody who comes in to say, my knee's been hurting. Because unfortunately, it's never just a straight, well, sometimes it is, but unfortunately, it's not always a straightforward of like, my knee hurts, it's this, and it's better. Mm -hmm. So, Okay, so could it also be from the ankle or the hip? Absolutely. So, Or the core? I, yeah, absolutely. And actually, I, I would probably say, unless it's a contact injury, uh, probably... I would say, in my personal opinion, 80% or greater is usually because of the ankle or the hip or the core. Um, to me, the knee is what I call the follower of the body. So the knee never leads motion. So when people squat, and you know, we all have seen it too, when the knees just go straight out in front of everybody and there's, they're all the way upright and they're just squatting down all awkwardly and it doesn't look like a normal squat, um, the knee, they're leading with the knee. And when I say the, the knee's the follower of the body, if you turn your hip and rotate it in, your knee's gonna rotate in. If you turn your hip and rotate out, your knee's gonna rotate out. If you have your ankle and your ankle falls in or you let it fall inward, your knee's gonna fall inward. If you roll your ankle outward like a sprained ankle, your knee's gonna rotate outward with it too. Your knee doesn't lead motion. The ankle and the hip lead the motion and the knee always follows it. So anytime there's weakness in the hips, tightness in the hips, weakness in the ankle, or instability in the ankle, you can best believe that that knee, that's when we see the knee kind of wobbling around when we do different exercises, playing sports, anything like that. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of these girls were in kind of that developmental age group, right, where I think, you know, most of them were 12 to 14, 15, if I'm guessing and remembering my ages right um and so like Ajka slaughters is a thing kind of in that age group right it is it, de it depends on um where the pain's at so Ajka slaughters especially in young women and young men as they go through those big growth spurts Ajka slaughters is really the patellar tendon is yanking on that bone and so what happens is they're growing at a rate where their muscles are developing a lot faster than the bones are developing in density. And so as they get stronger so much faster with their muscles, their bones aren't keeping up. And that tendon, every time they kick or jump or do anything, that tendon yanks on that bone and can get really irritated and really painful. Their pain is going to be very specific. Their pain is going to be right there, right below the kneecap. There's a little bumpy ridge right on the top of your shin right below your knee and that's where their pain's going to be and sometimes you're going to see this developmental of this bump that's going to occur and that's Osgood Slaughters and that's very common more common in um, young men than it is young women but it does occur in um, young women as well and but that's exactly where it's going to be and it's because that developmental you know they're in that developmental age of they're hitting these big growth spurts and that's common with any kind of knee knee injuries too especially in this age range of you know, young women's 12 to 14, 15 young men, it's that 14 to 17, 18 range. Yeah. So, so you know, my, my knee-jerk response, I guess, pun intended, talking about the knee, right? Um, 
what, what immediately I want to say when an athlete comes to me in that age group, or all age groups really, and they're like, I, I've got pain in the front of the knee. My, what I want to blurt out is, well, you're weak and you're unstable, right, from, from where I'm at, especially um, in these young girls that I know most of them as I've talked, you know, hey, got knee pain, well, do you lift? Like, what's going on is my first response, and almost all of their responses are no. Um, so I come at it from like, well, you're just weak and unstable. We, you need to develop your quad strength more so that you're not, you know, running and putting so much force right in the front of the knee, like when we're decelerating, right? Because mm-hmm. with soccer players, so much change of direction, right? Mm-hmm. And if we don't have that eccentric quad strength, I feel like we're just putting a bunch of pressure on the front of those knees, right? Mm-hmm. So then it's just an overuse injury mm-hmm. at that point. Or their hips are unstable, like you said, when we've got those unstable the hips, the knees are mm-hmm. going all over the place. So from, from my end, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Almost every time. At what point, you know, if that's the free and easy way, air quoting for those who are listening, not mm-hmm. watching, um, because they can do some strength stuff at home. They can get $2 bands and do some band work for their hips at home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do we, do we want to go doomsday when somebody says, oh, I've got knee pain? Be like, oh, you have to see a physical therapist, right? You, you have to go to, like, there's something wrong with you. Or, like, where... If you were in that moment, mm-hmm. what what would you say? Or if you're talking to a parent just briefly, like, hey, my kid trains four days a week. Mm-hmm. They've got score. We leave town every weekend because we play at this high level that requires all this travel. I don't even know when we're going to be able to see you. Yeah. Right? Is it just something like, again, we're not prescribing, like, hey, this is what it is. But, like, what would we say first to an athlete or parent that's kind of worried about, oh, man, my daughter... I don't think she's faking it anymore because that's another thing that really frustrates me is like I think parents drag their feet like ah, my kid's fine they're just making it up mm-hmm. right how do we have that conversation of hey like try strength or hey we need to see you to rule out A, B, and C yeah so I think it comes down to one how long has the pain been going on if it's been a long time say months or even a few weeks and you've tried all the home remedy stuff like ice uh, Epsom salt baths you can do e-stim, home e-stim units. I mean, they sell them for $30 on Amazon. You know, if you try all those little simple things. What about things, time away? Yeah, that's Rest always and recovery. Big, but you and I both know that that, is, that doesn't happen a lot, right? right? Like you're saying, unfortunately, you're talking three to four, five practices a week, mm-hmm. weekend tournaments that are traveling. In those tournaments, you're playing three to four games a weekend. Uh, unfortunately, that's where a lot of this is coming into play. Um, so the biggest thing I tell people is how long has it been going? I ask the biggest thing I ask is how long has it been going on? Uh, where the symptoms are? What type of symptoms are they? And those three things will deter- for me determine. Okay, do I need to see you? Do you need to come in? Let's take a look. If it's been going on a while, it's sharp pain, or it's been this really dull, achy pain. It's really limiting their play. It's limiting how they how they move and they look funky. They run differently. They're cutting differently. They're losing power. Anything like that, I'm having them saying, yeah, you need to, one, you need to stop. You need to come in, take a look, and then go from there. Uh, I love that you brought up the, the reduced activity portion. So, you know, when it comes to that knee pain, most of these are overuse injuries. I would say, yes, there is strength deficits. There's stability deficits. There's um, all those different things. But the amount 
of practice, the amount of play in competitions is too much most of the time. They're doing so much, and then again, they're in these big developmental stages, and we're pushing their bodies so hard in a stage where they need rest and recovery because if their body is going through these phases that they have to grow, they need rest to actually build and get stronger. And if they're not getting that rest, their body can't properly recover. Their body can't properly grow and get stronger and be able to do these activities from soccer to anything else, any other sports that they're playing to. Um, recovery is going to be huge for this age group. So when the athlete is – when the athlete potentially believes that rest and recovery will lose a starting position or they are fearful that their coach or parent doesn't believe them or the parent or coach doesn't believe them, what are potential outcomes um, with that knee pain if we don't rest, recover, or get stronger, or yeah. anything else? Yeah, and that's the scary part, right, is you don't want to lose your starting position. You want to keep playing, and you want to have potential to have a future playing soccer for a lot of these young women and men. Um, some of the biggest things are, one, that knee pain can get worse, right? Um, we can, you're gonna compensate, you can do something to that knee. Two, you could have an injury somewhere else. So with that knee pain, it's gonna make you run differently. So if it's been going on for a long time, you're running differently, you're gonna probably not be on that knee a lot. So you're gonna spend all your time with your running gait. When we look at gait analysis, you're gonna spend more time on the other leg. That can develop into an overuse injury of your other knee, other hip, other ankle, whatever it may be. Then what we can see is now you've got two knees that hurt, or one knee and one hip, or one knee and one ankle, or both entire legs of every joint in the body um, from hip, knee, ankles. We can see that a lot. We know research says this all the time. It's very common throughout that fatigue leads to injury. The higher amount of fatigue there is, the more likely there is to be an injury. We already know that female soccer players are more susceptible to ACL tears. So now you've got somebody who has knee pain. They're going to spend more time on the other limb. They're getting fatigued because they're not endurance. They don't, they don't have time to rest. They don't have time to recover. They're probably more susceptible to having an ACL tear of the opposite knee than probably anybody else. And so the biggest thing is we need this time for them to rest, recover, to make sure that they can get stronger because strength is so important. Even though it's an endurance sport and it's a lot of running, strength and stability is gonna be key to one, decrease any type of risk or chance of having an ACL tear. Progressing what already hurts, we don't want it to hurt more and we don't want it to lead to another injury even in that same knee or in the opposite knee. So those are some of the big things that we're really, you know, we really wanna encourage them to have enough time to rest, have enough time to recover, work on strength, work on stability, work on endurance in the proper way so we reduce these risks of all that. Okay, so that was perfect world, right? Where we'll actually get these kids yes. to take time yes. off. But they're kids, man, like, right? They love, they love to play, I get it, mm. we've been there. Yep, you know, oh yeah. I would, I would play through any elbow pain that I had as a pitcher mm -hmm. growing up, right? You just weren't gonna, I wasn't gonna miss the start, I wasn't not gonna play because my elbow hurt, right? So yeah. I get that as well. So if we've got an athlete that's just like, they're not even going to tell their parents, they're not going to tell their coach, 
they don't want to come out of the game because they just love playing so much. With that, do we just encourage them to improve strength so that they are as stable as can be around that joint? Again, because it's the ankle and the hip and then the quads. Not you know, We're not focusing right on the knee. But stabilizing as much as we can and then try to convince them that they need to get more sleep. Right? Because I think sweet sleep quality and sleep deficits are huge in this age group as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, if we've got an athlete that's not going to take time off just because they love it, would you say that at least start there, get better sleep, get more sleep, and work on strength training? Is that like a fair place to start? Or? Absolutely, I think so. Um, we know, especially even research, that this age range of these young teenagers coming into becoming teenagers and young men and women require a lot of sleep. We know the body heals and recovers during sleep. So if we're not getting sleep and we're not getting proper sleep, you're going to wake up groggy, fatigued already, and you're not going to be able to play at your best level. So sleep is huge. Sleep's massive. Any of my anybody I work with, from an athlete to just somebody like their parents or somebody like their grandparents or any anybody of any age group the first thing i'm we're always asking that first day is how do you sleep you know are you mm-hmm. do you sleep well because if you don't your recovery is not going to be as good as it can be um sleep's the best performance enhancing drug out there but it's absolutely it is you look at any athlete who doesn't get good sleep they they tend to not f- function and compete as well as somebody who sleeps well mm-hmm. it's huge it's massive um, i think they did a study uh, I think it was UCLA basketball players, um, and they tracked a uh, field goal percentage. Um, and I want to say something like one hour of a sleep increased their team free throw percentage by like 30%. It's, it's amazing what it does. It's and, wild. You know, you go from a neuromuscular standpoint of how our brain controls our body, our brain recovers during sleep. So it's not mm-hmm. just our muscles and our joints. It's actually our brain and our nervous system, too that's recovering and that's where anything we do to learn a new skill like if you're playing soccer and you're dribbling and you're trying to dribble and you just can't get that dribble down Mm -hmm. or the juggle your brain is relearning things as you sleep so your brain's working while you sleep so that's why sleep's so important it's also about how your body controls it too yeah um so it's great i mean we have a ton of research on that um those those same those same athletes who are you know if they're getting not getting enough sleep and they're not working on strength. One, we need proper sleep. Two, if you can get your strength up, getting your glutes stronger, your quads stronger, um, getting your balance better on each leg. Single leg balance and stability is going to be really big. Um, getting that better will help improve performance and decrease risk of injury, or maybe even help kind of start decreasing some of that pain too. Um, and you and I have talked about this before, but proper nutrition is always a big thing too. Making sure if you're practicing four or five days a week, you're playing competition games all weekend, you know, tournament weekends, you're playing three or four games then, if you're not getting enough energy from your food, you're already going to be fatigued then too. So right. again, fatigue based on sleep, food intake, recovery and rest, I mean, those are all huge things to really focus on. Cool, man. Well, I promised you it'd be 20 minutes. We've got one minute left, so... That's fantastic. I think at this point, you know, if any athletes or parents listening to this, if you have questions, um, we're going to reach out to Brett and and schedule an appointment with him, a consult to come in and and just see. And same thing, if you're thinking strength might be the deficit that you need to look at coming in, getting a consultation with us, we can look, 
you know, off the field, what's going on? How's your stability? Uh, where's your strength at? And hopefully get rid of this knee pain because mm-hmm. playing in pain is you, you can't play free when you're playing in pain. So, Brett, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, let's do this again soon for these guys. Absolutely. Awesome.